Thanks for checking out the Wake Up Real Estate Podcast. Ryan and I are both so grateful that you're here. To check out the full video replay, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wake Up Real Estate, or you can find the YouTube link in the description on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Howdy all, my apologies, my apologies. I will explain why, uh, running a little bit late. Um, I will explain in a minute here. Let me get Jordan added as, whoops. Testing, testing, one, two, testing. I can hear you. All right, one second. Okay, my apologies. I uh, literally just ran into the hotel room here. I thought I would be uh, set up and ready to go a little bit sooner with less urgency. I'm in Florida, traffic's bad. It's hot as all get out, um, and uh, but we're here now. So um, today, uh, in our sort of ongoing mortgage info session series, uh, we're going to talk about renovation loans um, and specifically some of the program guidelines and specifics. But then also, we'd love to to, to mastermind and brainstorm how you can use renovation loan programs to sell more houses. Um, And we'll give some examples of of what that might look like and how that might work. Uh, And then if you want help with that, how we can help uh, with facilitating that, uh, both directly helping clients, uh, but also even from a marketing perspective. And in fact, I'm just going to plug our team here, pat ourselves on the back a little bit. But uh, this week alone, from some of our uh, realtor partners um, that are using what we call our V qualifier process, uh, this week alone, we've set, I'm losing count, something like 14 uh, phone or Zoom appointments uh, with um, just uh, leads, contacts, just sitting dead in, in databases. Um, and, uh, we're, we're really getting that process dialed in and that that's just from existing, uh, data, not even, uh, on, on new lead gen. So, uh, anyway, a couple other quick housekeeping items. If, uh, you want to go back and check out past sessions, this is our, I don't know, I'm losing track fifth or sixth session of these, uh, these mortgage info sessions. All of the replays are on the Wake Up Real Estate YouTube channel. There's a playlist there. Or if you just go to wakeup.realestate, you can check them out. You have to look a little bit harder there, uh, but they're under latest uh, info. But easier is uh, the uh, YouTube playlist, which I'll I'll get the link to the playlist in the chat for those who are interested. Uh, And um, nothing for sale here ever. uh, But if you want to check out how we're uh, 
helping agents with their lead conversion from the financing side of things, you can go to vqualifier.com. Uh, vqualifier.com. There's a video uh, explaining some of the different things that we're offering and doing. And then there's a um, an opportunity to get started with the process if you're interested. So without further ado, Jordan, let's talk reno loans, renovation loans, fixer-upper financing is what uh, Ryan likes to call it. Fixer-upper yeah. finance. Um, I, I don't know if a lot of you know my, my background, but I want to start with that. Yeah. So I started when I was, uh, 18, I got into mortgages at 18 years old and, uh, uh, I asked my mentor, what is the hardest loan I could possibly do and be good at it? And then she told me renovation loans. So I did about six to seven of these a month for the first couple of years of my career. Uh, and uh, and uh, so I have insight on uh, one, how they're done, but two is like, what are the things that we want to avoid when we're, we're talking to clients, how to go about doing them, like almost like a little bit of a, the nuance sides of, of the renovation loans. Uh, and, uh, I, I consider reno- renovation loans and really into, uh, four products, three are renovation loans and one's an extra bonus product that we'll talk about a little bit. Okay. Um, it is, it is a, it is technically, uh, categorized as a renovation loan, but it's only on for specific properties and it's for $5,000 or less, uh, in, in costs. Um, I'm going to say the most common one is definitely the FHA 203K. That's what most people hear about. That's what most people talk about because it's by far the easiest to qualify. Okay. But um, so I want to go over the FHA 203K. We're going to talk a little bit about what down down payment requirements are. We're going to talk about what we're really looking for, some differences in the 203K. The 203K is probably the most uh, well versatile when it comes to renovation loans, how we can use it to, uh, to help our clients. Uh, but also, uh, what are the little bit of the nuances about it that, that, uh, I will tell you that we need to make sure that we do not, uh, overcommit to our clients in doing, I know that's probably a weird statement to make, but, uh, we want to make sure that we stay in our lane in a certain, certain areas and we don't overcommit because you will burn yourself out on these very quickly as a real estate agent. Uh, you'll burn yourself out on these uh, if you try to help them in certain scenarios. Uh, we want to keep the contractors doing certain things. We want to keep the real estate agent doing certain things. And we want the lender to do certain things. We all have our roles. And the moment you start stepping into other roles, I'm going to tell you this. I've done it a lot, a lot of renovation loans. And I've had real estate agents quit. Right. And stop wanting to do them because they would want to step in other lanes and and try to figure things out. So uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. So let's start off with the FHA 2 or 3K. Um, We all know our down payment on FHA 2 or 3K, it's three and a half percent. Right. That is going to be after renovation value. So I'm going to be I'm going to give you an example. And a lot of, you know, I like to call your name. I only see some of your names up here. So I'm going to. Uh, let's say Sarah came to me and said, hey, Jordan, I got a house. Uh, I have a house where a client wants to uh, redo the kitchen. The kitchen's going to cost $150,000, you know, just to keep the math simple. Um, it would be 3.5% down on $150,000 because the original purchase is hundred grand. 
The renovation is 50. You would need three and a half percent of the total after renovation value um, or um, not necessarily after renovation value, but you would need three and a half percent of what the acquisition cost plus the reno. OK, uh, it could be when they remodel that, that the house is worth seventy thousand dollars more. We don't make them put three and a half percent down on that. We make them put it put three and a half percent down of whatever the total cost is. Okay, acquisition cost. Uh, with that being said, typically I want to see about a 640 credit score on this. Not a super high credit score, uh, but if you're wanting approved eligibles, um, they don't do a lot of manuals on these. Uh, they're just usually a higher requirement on most banks. Uh, usually 620 to 640 are the overlays on these these, these products. Um, and they're they're a little bit higher with even the home style renovation uh, for for you to get a, an AUS accept, um, and that's the conventional uh, the conventional one. And we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. Uh, the the let's talk about how much the renovations. There, there's two different types of two or three Ks. A lot of people don't realize that there's actually two uh, two different types. You have the limited two or three K, and then you have the full blown two or three K. Okay. Josh, have you ever heard of those or? Uh, no, I know the, um, I think I know the special one that you mentioned, but I'm not sure. I, is there a, is it a dollar amount? Is it based upon a dollar, dollar amount? amount? Exactly. Okay. Dollar amount of renovation. Yeah. So the limited two or three K no, well, first off, let's make it there. You can't do a renovation loan on a two or three K loan unless you're, you're renovating at least $5,000 minimum. Okay. That's the minimum. There's nothing less. If the, if the home itself, they're wanting to do something that costs three grand, they're going to have to come up with something to do the, the $5,000 difference. I personally wouldn't recommend a client to do a $5,000 renovation. It, the cost, we would rather do a personal loan. I've talked to clients about doing personal loans and things like that to get around it. Um, a little off topic. Not much but, you can even get done for five grand anymore. <laughs> I know it, you really can't. So, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, let's say you want to do a renovation loan. The max for a limited is thirty thousand. It's technically thirty-five. So you'll hear people. It's like you can put thirty-five into it. There's a ten percent uh, tack on to that. They tack on ten percent for unforeseen things. Yeah. Um, so thirty thousand dollars is really the number that you're looking at for the limited two or three k. And the difference between the limited and the full blown is one the type of work you're doing. You're not doing any structural work, right? It's mostly cosmetic, stuff like that. You're not adding an addition. We're not tearing it down and rebuilding it on the foundation. It's a very limited th uh, thing. You also don't need a HUD consultant, okay? Um, HUD consultants are someone that basically babysits your contractor. These are former contractors that work for HUD, uh, you have to pay them. They are expensive. Okay. They are part of the closing costs. It's something that we, we add in. Uh, but if you are doing like a $75,000 renovation, we need a HUD consultant to come in, basically advise over and oversee those draws after closing. Um, and really what the contractor is going to be doing, you know, at the end of the day, uh, to make sure that the contractor is doing ethical decisions. They're not cutting corners. You know how it is. I mean, it's contractors sometimes can, um, you know, do code violations and set you up with code violations and not really know it. So anything over $30,000, uh, really, you're going to have a HUD consultant involved. 
which makes another aspect of these renovation loans harder. I have had a HUD consultant fire a contractor. I've had a contractor want to quit over a HUD consultant. Um, it's another hand in the cookie jar. That's another another reason why it makes it can be it can be a little bit difficult. Okay, for the most part, that's the gist of 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 the FHA two two or three K. Everything else is the same as an FHA loan. So really, we want to talk about what you can you do with it, right? Where can this actually benefit real estate agents? Uh, converting a home to up to four units. So let's say you had a duplex. You wanted to convert it to a, a, a quadplex. You could do that. You could do it. You could take a, a, a fourplex and move it down to a single family. You could do uh, convert. You can do a conversion of existing multi-unit dwellings from one to four. You can do a teardown and rebuild as long as the existing foundation is. I've had people take over people that uh, started construction, right? Maybe they started construction on it. They have the foundation built and they got the framing up and then they ran out of money, right? That happens sometimes. I've had people find deals on those and basically, you know, sell it for the price of land and, you know, get a pretty good cost on it. And then we finished it out with an FHA 2 or 3K, right? As long as we're not touching foundation usually um typically we can tear that whole thing down and rebuild it from the studs okay now uh you can do uh you know anything that's really eliminating any health and safety hazards you could do um reconditioning or replacing plumbing installing wells and septic systems uh adding or replacing floors and floor treatments major landscaping work um, accessible for, you know, a disabled person and also making energy improvements, right? If you're wanting to put solar panels on your house, sometimes that is cheaper than going, uh, another route, depending on where you're at, um, doing so, you know, doing some sort of solar panel or your know, energy efficient work. Uh, but pretty much you can do anything with the FHA two or the K. One of the things that they don't allow you to do, we don't put in pools. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, if you want to, if you have a client that's really wanting to put in a pool, they're not going to do a pool. Now you can do that with a conventional one, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can do a back, back, uh, you know, outdoor kitchen. Um, really, it's thinking outside the box to sometimes make a home fit what the client's working for, looking for, instead of making that that uh, trying to find the perfect home, right? Maybe they want something changed. Maybe they don't want a wall here or there. Uh, we can totally tear those out, uh, tear those walls out, restructure. Uh, doesn't matter um, at the end of the day, um, as long as that we're not uh, touching the foundation more than anything. And the, so you touched on one of the, I think, the biggest opportunities in our current market conditions in in being aware of these programs, because I'm sure you're all, as is my team, you know, working with clients. And because inventory is so low that you either losing out on homes where they're, they fit the client's criteria, but they're priced right and they're in great condition. So there's multiple offers and you can't win whatever um, uh, or other, you know, maybe other factors in there. And maybe if if you're able to do the legwork to find a property that fits what they're looking for location wise and and, and property size wise etc but it's just that the home itself 
isn't exactly what they were hoping for, this may be a way to solve that problem. And uh, potentially, you know, a lot of times those types of properties are the ones that aren't immediately going under contract with multiple offers. And so uh, less competition. Um, and if you and the client can be a little bit patient and creative, it might be a wonderful solution and way to uh, provide better service to uh, right. folks. We have a couple of questions. So I'm going to answer these questions, then we're going to get in the nuances of this. Okay. Quick. What's the max acreage? Same as FHA. So typically max acreage is going to depend on bank. Uh, most banks are 10 to 20 acres. Uh, with that being said, you got to be able to find comps, right? There's got to be comps there. Um, how they're going to appraise the home is going to be appraised off of the house existing plus specs and plans, okay? Just like if they're doing a new construction build, it, the appraisal is done off of future value, okay? Um, after repair value or after, yeah, after repair value, after yeah, renovation value. Yeah, yeah, after renovation value. Exactly. So come on, uh, some of the new nuances of it. I don't care what it is. Uh, you, I will never do a loan for a family member that is using a family member uh, for, for construction. Uh, it, it is a nightmare. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, I'm going to, that's what most people want to do. And they're not going to do the work themselves. It has to be a, by a licensed insured contractor, no ifs, ands, or buts period. Uh, I have a lot of clients that will reach out to me and they'll say, Hey, I want this house. I want to remodel it. I'm going to do it myself. Nope. No, you're not. <laughs> We're not going to do it ourselves. Uh, number one is it'll never get done. That's number one. Uh, that it's it's it doesn't ninety nine point nine percent of the one they got to be licensed insured contractor. That that's the first criteria, and they might meet that criteria, uh, but they do not let you 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 let you do your own work, right? Um, uh, a, a lot of it, it has to be at least overseen by someone that's going to be signed off signing off on this work, and it has to be done on a schedule. We close on these home loans before. So you guys get paid your commissions before we even have the work start. So at the end of the day, the bank is going to be putting massive amounts of pressure to keep that timeline, uh, you know, on the straight and narrow. Typically six months max, right? Um, but a lot of times people will want to use their cousin, brother, sister, whoever it is to to do their work. I I do not like that. Uh, one, they don't turn the paperwork in on time. There's a lot of paperwork with this. It is not like a normal loan. And that's what I mean about say, staying in your lane too, that I mentioned before. I would never ask Josh and put pressure on Josh as the real estate agent to reach out to the, the client's contractor to get their paperwork in. It is your client's responsibility, period. It is your client's responsibility to get that contractor to turn in their paperwork. It is the first conversation I have with anyone that is that is uh, thinking about doing a renovation loan, I will not be following up with your contractor and your real estate agent will not be following up with your contractor either, okay? It is too time consuming. It will literally engulf everything because contractors are not paperwork people, I promise, okay? Uh, it just happens to be that way. I actually did so many of these. I gave out five recommendations for contractors that would do with, do these with, with me often. Um, if you guys can find someone you can refer your clients to, 
if you want to do these as almost like a niche product that you do on a regular basis, uh, that is the best situation that you could possibly be in. Okay. Is that you can recommend here's three or four people get three or four bids. They come out immediately bid it out. They already understand the paperwork they're turning in. I would rather you guys do that than let the client go pick their contractor and, and figure out, uh, you know, figure out that process. But if they do and they're they're adamant on it and they're adamant shopping and the guy down at the corner store that has his license and and uh uh license and insurance, that's fine. That's within their right. But at the end of the day, I make it clear to them that it's their responsibility. It is your responsibility to make sure your contractor's in it. It is not your real estate agents and it's not ours. Okay. We'll request the documentation, you'll be CC'd on all of it, and at the end of the day, your contractor needs to turn it in. Okay. The other thing that I want to, uh, another nuance about it, no fire damage, things like that. Anything that's, uh, uh, and there's exceptions to this, but you know, most part, if the house burnt down, we can't, you know, unless you're bulldozing it and rebuilding it, you're not going to be able to remodel it with these loans. Um, so if you had like one part of the the bedroom, you know, kind of like burned out, that remediation, things like that. There's just too much that goes into safety stuff that FHA won't, won't allow that stuff. Okay. Um, besides that, I mean, it's open season to do anything you want. I mean, it's not, they're really cool product. I've had people put out back, back, backyard kitchens on, you know, drop 20, 30% down, put in, you know, backyard kitchen pools. I've seen people do uh, additions open it up to where there's more bedrooms. Um, I've seen people do conversions from multiple, you know, units to maybe two units. Uh, maybe they had a five unit, moved it down to a four unit. So it, it would qualify, you know, within FHA it just depends on what it is. Right. Um, but I've seen conversions done um, garages, storage shops. Maybe that person is really adamant. I mean, you'll find that more often than not. Uh, is you'll have someone that wants a six car garage with a shop in it. You know, that's more likely to happen than someone trying to, you know, convert into multiple units. That's this is a perfect pro- product for that person, right? You're now no longer limited by uh, finding, you know, detached garages with a shop now. We can just build one. You know, you can so. creatively solve your clients. Uh, you know, if you, if you have clients that have very specific needs or wants, or um, even very specific tastes, let's say, this is a potential solution that is worth exploring. Um, something I wrote because I knew Jordan was going to make uh, bring up the fact that these are really hard. Um, something that I noted to myself that I've heard Tom Ferry say often, you have to choose your heart, choose your heart, right? Like if you're struggling to, um, to help clients given the the market factors, this, this is a, a, uh, something that could potentially help with that. It might be hard, but is it harder to do this and help a client and get paid or just hope that, uh, you know, the right, property just happens to pop up and you're able to uh to make something happen right choose your heart 
Choose your yeah. heart. I want to I want to expand on that a little bit too. They're not hard for you guys. <laughs> They're hard for me. Um, so I, I mean, in general, like if you're using a random lender for FHA 2K that doesn't do them often or hasn't done them in the past, it's going to be a rough process. I, 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 that that's what I mean. Because is, they'll be learning with you, sort of, and not yeah. not that it's even on you, but you will you will it will endure. You. Yeah, yeah. If 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 your you and your client are their guinea pig, that's not a great idea. Never, you know, wh- whether it's this program or others, uh, uh, you know, um, yeah, it's never. Uh, yes, that no. Tom great chip, and I I'm with you, buddy. But the choose your heart, you know, he some of the stuff he says has relevance. Uh, but uh, but I'm with you uh, yeah. on, on your comment there. Um, uh, Rich Schaefer and and folks, feel free if you want to open your line. I don't know if you have to ask or uh, you know if you want to open your line to ask questions or if you want to drop them in the chat. Uh, Rich asked if the original home was destroyed in a fire and a new home was just built. Could a buyer of that property yes. use to build a detached two car garage? So yeah. I ran out of money. Blah, blah, it's blah. Not, uh, it's, yeah, as long as uh, you have the appraised value there. So a lot of times when you add garages, I mean, you guys know, you guys are, are realtors, you know, probably better than I do. Uh, you know, when you have a client looking at, you know, an addition or maybe it's a six car garage, a two car garage, whatever, a detached garage, how much value is that going to add, right, to to that to that property? Is there enough value there to for it to make sense? Um Nine times out of 10, yeah, maybe. Yeah, especially if it's a property that needs a two or three K, it's absolutely going to make sense. You probably will have equity, you know, left over. Uh, if it's someone that you're, it's like a really nice house, you're buying it, they're selling it for top dollar and you're trying to add a detached scratch. I don't know. You know, it just is, it's just going to depend. Now, here's another cool thing about uh, FHA, uh, two or three Ks. Uh you can um, go up to 110% of appraised value. Okay. So if it doesn't quite appraise, you got a 10% leeway there. So if it's a $500,000 home, $50,000. See what I'm saying? I did not Mm -hmm. know that. So So, we're talking the the after repair appraisal, appraised value. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a ten percent leeway. That's a lot, actually. Yeah, ten percent. It is. is a lot. It is. So uh, it, it, you're not going to run into it a lot. I haven't ran into a lot, uh, but uh, it's happened a few times. It's happened a few times where it doesn't appraise out because we're trying to do something crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, moving it down from a four bedroom to a two bedroom. Is that really going to add appraised value to right. you? You're probably going to yeah. go the opposite direction. Right. Um, but it might be the perfect home they want. Right. Um, you know, all you can do is advise them the best you can and be like, this might not be the best, you know, decision to make. Yeah. Um, because your appraised value is going to come in less. Okay. Uh, in case you can't tell, I mean, we, uh, Jordan's kind of like our guideline guru. You know, he, he knows these guidelines, whether it's for renovation loans or others, like the back of his hand. Um, and so if you have a situation or scenario for a potential client or just, you know, theoretically speaking, that you would like to run past him uh, and but just don't want to ask, you know, live in an open forum here. I did. Email put, me. 
yeah, I did put uh, his contact info. I'll put it again here because I know depending on when when you may have hopped on, it might not be uh, visible to you for whatever reason. Um, I also did mention uh, something that we're offering called V Qualifier, which is a way that we can help you uh, increase your lead conversion and mm-hmm. uh, and and get more from your existing database. Uh, pull pull out those potential clients that are just kind of lying there in the weeds. Um, any other questions, scenarios, um, uh, points of interest? Jordan, go ahead. The, I want to, I want to move on to a couple other products that we do. Yeah, now, yeah, okay. But um, that's one other thing. I, I want to go back to what you're talking about. On guideline advice, I had someone ask me a question today. Just shoot me an email. You'll see surprised at how quickly I respond back with. The question was today, someone shot me an email. Uh, and they're like, Hey, do I, I'm listing a house. There's no appliances. It does it qualify for FHA? The answer is yes. Right. Uh, you don't need appliances to, to, to basically buy an FHA. They were going to offer a $5,000 credit for appliances, but it was basically an investor that didn't have appliances in the property. If you have like weird kind of scenarios or like, Hey, I don't know. You can always shoot me an email and you know, I'll get to it pretty quickly. Danny, you have a question? I do. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. So my question, uh, so I have attempted to do a couple of the um, full-blown 203Ks. My oh, issue, always, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> issue has always been with the consultants. It is. Trying to find a good consultant and it you know, is. Like trying to find a good contractor. It is. Oh. So I, uh, I interview these personally myself when I do a 203K. Uh, so I'll give you an example. I live in Wichita, Kansas. We have one consultant. I don't use him. I go to Lawrence, Kansas, two hours away. And I use that guy at $150 more per inspection. Um, A good consultant, finding that good consultant matters on the lender that you're working with. Uh, I personally pick up the phone. I talk to them. I talk to them about what their plan is, what the, you know, what they're going to do with the, the client. Uh, but that is the difference between someone that does a lot of these, right? If you have, you leave it up to the buyer to to, to find that HUD consultant oh, a lot of times no. or the happening. lender. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get done. But that's what yeah. I mean about staying in. Uh, I talk about a lot is like a realtor has their job. I don't want them talking to the HUD consultant. It's not their job, right? Their job is to find a house and find the house that you're wanting. And then we're going to spruce it up a bit right? You've done your job. Uh, but what happens is there's going to be problems with a HUD consultant. And then all of a sudden, Danny's jumping in trying to fix it. Uh, no, it, Danny it, doesn't want to do your job. Danny yeah, has your own exactly. job to do. <laughs> but that okay. I'm just saying, uh, yes, they do. They have a list of HUD consultants, yeah. but that's Thank what you. we refer, refer to, uh, Stacey, is that list of HUD consultants, not a HUD, all HUD consultants are created equal. And it's a little bit of a, a challenge sometimes. Just like not all mortgage brokers or loan officers are created equal or realtors for that matter, right? So yeah, definitely. Um, And it goes back to me knowing guidelines. I actually was trained by an underwriter of 20 years. I had an underwriter of 20 years. So she actually made me read the books. So I I know that that's the reason why I know the guidelines. So uh, my baseline- And I'm not just muffing there. He knows them. I mean, it is crazy. We'll have our, our mortgage team huddles and and one of our LOs will throw out a scenario and Jordan's like, uh, refer to this page, call this number, say this, and it'll be fixed. And 
Yeah, that's exactly what it, happened. They do those three things and it's fixed. Yeah. Since FHA does not do foundations, will they allow cost space engagements where uh, a lot of older homes need to have cost space height, especially on a rural properties? Uh, that's a good question. I would have to talk to a HUD consultant on that one. I haven't ever done uh, a cost for uh, cost space enlargement, uh, but I, I would I would think they would. I, I would be surprised they wouldn't. Especially because they would need to qualify. They have to qualify for FHA itself, and they have to get in that crawl space itself anyway. So I'd be surprised if 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 we if we wouldn't be able to do something like that. Um, But we could always go Fannie Mae Homestyle. It's different rules, you know. Uh, It opens up a little bit. So Glenda asked, "When does the realtor get paid for two or three Ks at at the initial closing?" Yeah, at the at the initial closing. Uh, So everything we're talking about of what they can do, you're already paid. You're done. Like the the process is done. The challenge is is getting the specs and plans and getting the HUD consultants and contractors reeled in to get us the paperwork we need to close. Um, That's where I talk about staying in in your lane. We don't volunteer our realtors to do that, period. Uh, We don't volunteer to do it either. Uh, I make sure that the client is fully aware that this is their responsibility and I will be putting a massive amount of pressure on them to get their contractor in order if they choose their own contractor. Otherwise, if we have a contractor in the area that we've talked to, like I built I built a list for my specific area that I know the contractors know how to do two or three Ks. Uh, so that's how I, I got around it. But I'm going to tell you, contractors are going to be paying the butt no matter what. HUD consultants paying the butt no matter what. It's 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 uh it's a matter of how you handle them the best way we can. Okay. So uh to in in the uh interest of of trying to keep this uh relatively short and sweet, what some some other some other programs you hinted at one. What what are some other options besides so let's talk about FHA two or three B escrow? So what do we do about five thousand dollars and less? So HUD homes specifically, we talked about HUD homes with hundred dollars down in the past. Uh, there's also a renovation loan for a HUD home. So a lot of times they won't allow you to touch the property on HUD homes, right? If you're selling a HUD home where there is something called an FHA 203B, that's a normal FHA loan, okay? Uh, there is an escrow option on HUD homes for $5,000 and less before it turns into two or 3K. So for specifically on a foreclosure to HUD home, you can't touch the property. You might need to do some repairs on it for it to pass an FHA appraisal. There is scenarios that we can do a two or three B escrow, which is a re- technically a renovation loan where we're going to escrow for that bid for one and a half times and um, and basically roll that money into your loan and you'll close on it. Okay. That is one. And then uh, we've all talked to all these are primary residents or second homes that we're talking about. And then there's also investment properties, fix and flip investment properties. Uh, there's fix and flip, fix and hold, whatever you want to call it. That is someone for your investor that's wanting to buy a home. Uh, and uh, we can do like 90% after renovation value. Sometimes it's 100%, just depends on their credit profile. Typically, they are not income driven loans. Okay, they are like sort of like a DSCR loan uh, of how that will rent out or how it will appraise out. Uh, but basically, 
Uh, these loans are more of a fix and flip, short-term, 12-month financing um, style uh, investment property. So if you're trying to invest in a home and remodel it, it's actually much, much easier to, than doing a 2 or 3K or, or a home style. Um, it's a much shorter process. I funded those in seven days uh, sometimes. Um, it just depends on on the investor and how quickly they want to do it. The, the risk is a lot shorter because of uh, the the length those those loans are, are available for. They're not 30-year financing. They're 12 months, six months. Anything yeah. we missed? No, I don't think so. I think I think the biggest thing I want to impress on impress on these is like it matters it matters who who's doing your two or three k. Um, if you're wanting to get into these or try these out, uh, there are a lot of nuances uh, when it comes to these, and and you're gonna you're gonna hear from lenders all the time that will say, "Oh yeah, we do those like it's no you know we're the best at those." No matter what lender you have, this is just me being transparent. They're not fun to do, period, uh, for anyone. Um, they're a challenge. And if you don't know what you're doing, it will be drawn out and you guys will be pulled into that trying to trying to figure out how to get your closing done. Um, and uh, typically they're a longer process, 45 to 60 days. And I always like to do 60 because it's rounding up the contractors. Uh, rounding up contractors uh, are the challenge. The loan itself is not a problem. Going through underwriting itself is not a problem. It's the HUD consultant and it's the contractor and getting those people organized and, and to do what they need to do is usually the issue. Uh, Marcella asked, uh, do we do reno loans in all states, specifically Georgia? So not in all states. So Nexa and Axon, uh, well, Nexa is licensed in 48 out of 50, not yet in New York or Massachusetts, because just transparently they're a pain in the ass. Um, however, our team specifically is not licensed in all 48 states. We're, we're working towards 35. 35 are, are relatively uh, uh, simple. Uh, where are we at, Jordan? 20? Oh, um, yeah, 20 some. We just picked um, up Minnesota and Washington. If you have last a week, question, so. if you're not sure, just reach out. But, um, you know, we're in a lot of them, a lot of the major states where there's a lot of. Uh, uh, activity. We're not in Massachusetts. We're not in New York. We're not in Nevada. Um, our, our team, that is, is not in Nevada, but we're we're active in, uh, yes, in Texas, Florida, PA. Usually Virginia, the major Maryland, ones. North Ten Carolina. Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, uh, Washington, Alabama, Minnesota. Washington, Minnesota, California, Arizona, Colorado. Um, Kansas. Kansas, Oklahoma. Yeah, Missouri. Yep, Missouri. Um, other, uh, other questions. What, uh, what requirements are you looking for? A fix and flip income, credit, money reserves, et cetera. Uh, no income. Usually credit. Typically we want to see around 620, 640. Um, there's going to be reserves a lot of times, at least six months reserves. Uh, and then it depends on, on the after renovation value, right? When you put the specs and plans together and out of it, we're going to order an appraisal. We'll determine how much money you need to put down. So typically you see it like the traditional ones, uh, like if you want to open yourself up all to all lenders, you're looking at uh, 10 to 20% down after renovation value. There's still investment properties, 10 to 20% down. Now, with that being said, if you have a 780 credit score borrower, do I have a lender that would let you do 100% uh, if, there, if there's uh, the equity position there? Yes. 
it just depends on your scenario, right? So there's a lot more leeway on those compared to uh, compared to when you're doing a primary residence or a secondary residence, uh, such as an FHA two or three K or you know a, a Fannie Mae's uh, conventional home style renovation. Those are going to be more like the traditional FHA and conventional loans. If the contractor and consultant are efficient and work well together, could this be done in less than 45 days? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it could. Uh, keyword now, there, efficient. The key, yeah. the key word there is efficient. Just let me, like- let me let me put it this way. I've I there uh Danny brought it up right earlier, is she's had cut consultants that were probably a nightmare to work with, right? Um efficiently, it's like if they went out there immediately, like anytime a, an inspection is done and they're going out there the next day, that doesn't happen. Think about it as like a start stop place, right? A start stop every time they're trying to do something or, or do something that the, the HUD consultant needs to have. Maybe they need to go out of the property and talk to the contractor. Maybe they need to do this. And then and something needs to happen. There's usually uh, maybe he doesn't like this part of the bid. Maybe it's saying they're saying it's not up to the code. There's they're going to go back and forth quite often, um, uh, usually. Um, and that's why I try to tell people if we can stay, keep it under 30 grand, let's keep it under 30 grand, um, as much as we can. Cause if we can avoid a HUD consultant, that's ideal on the Fannie Mae products. It doesn't matter. You have a HUD consultant, no matter the price. Um, Along those lines, n- not exactly apples to apples, but I've been talking about lately how the, the, wholesale lender that Nexa as a brokerage does the most business with. We have an average uh, days clear to close under 10, 9.4, I think at last check. Um, That is extremely reliant upon the borrower, right? Like they can make it happen quick, but you've got to have borrowers that are strong borrowers, A, B, and, and B, that, you know, get their documentation and paperwork as timely as possible, but it's entirely possible. You know, that that's what's possible, right? That's in, in a perfect world. If you have compliant borrowers. I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I turned in a, a loan uh, yesterday. I have it out of underwriting today with that lender. Proved. That's incredible. So it's about 24 hours on, on yeah. our cookie cutter stuff. When yeah. I say cookie cutter, it's a higher end client, you know, FHA conventional, just normal, you know, buying a house. Uh, these specialty products, they just take longer, longer in general. And yeah, Chip, Chip, you're hundred percent right. You're better off. You know, he said, you're better. You're probably better off being conservative, warning your client. It could take 60 days, but shooting for as soon as possible and under promise and over deliver. That's exactly what happens every time um, is I typically tell people it takes 60 days. We cl- close usually within 45 um, and, uh, and, and we move things up. Uh, yeah. In this here's market, what's possible, here's what's realistic, right? Yeah, no. So it's it's a it's a big difference. But that again, that is me. Like I'm I'm pretty straightforward with the client. We do a rundown when I have someone that's wanting to do this. I don't try to talk them out of it. But what I do try to do is I try to impress uh, the importance of gathering the contractor up and and putting us in a position that we can we can we can do these renovation loans and do them effectively because at the end other at the end of the day there's a seller on the end of this and they could right. pull it right out from underneath us if they wanted to yeah uh shan and i believe uh they had hopped on late 
we do have options for investors, fix and flip type financing for investors. Most of the programs that Jordan was talking about are for owner occupant or, or second homes. But if you work with investors or if you have a scenario like that, we do have programs. They're easier. Uh, they're a lot easier. I yeah. didn't talk about them so much because quite frankly, they, it's just, they're not very hard to do at all. Yeah. Um, now they're not going to, they're going to require money. What's that? Investors, are they kind of like a hard money loans? Yeah. A lot of them are like hard money loans, short term, hard money loans, you know, stuff like that. But we have, um, up front. because of our relationships and the number of lenders we have access to, we have, we have a wide variety of options as far as that goes. Let me put it this way. I have 4,500 different lenders for uh, possibly they'll do fix and flips. There's a lot there. And basically what we do is we shop it. We, you know, we just, we shop it and we say, Hey, what are your requirements? Does it fit in the box? Does it fit in this box? We get the criteria of the client. We shop it. You uh, South Chip, Florida, we, we do market. lots of business in, in South Florida and every, and chip everywhere is a difficult market right now, honestly. Uh, but we, we do lots of business in, in Florida and South Florida. Yeah. So I don't, I've, uh, my career started out in Kansas. Um, but I traveled from California, Arizona and Kansas city for a large portion of my career. And I did a lot of transactions there. And then, um, I went national, um, probably three or four years ago, but I ran a team of 500, uh, loan officers, a training program, 500 loan officers across the U S. So I've done loans in every single state, uh, almost, almost except for Massachusetts and New York, really, um, but I've overseen and helped loan officers all the way across. So the nuances of states, there's certain nuances of certain states. Florida has high, high closing costs, you know, things like that. A um, little bit difficult, more difficult for DPAs, so on that those natures, but we can do them pretty easily. So, and uh, I want to respect everybody's time. I'm going to drop uh, in the chat. I dropped Jordan's contact info once again, and the link to V qualifier, which is what we're doing to help folks with their lead conversion. I mentioned at the beginning, I'll mention at the end, we're having a ton of success taking people's existing sort of old dead database, uh, databases, uh, you know, contact lists, et cetera, and turning them into uh, appointments uh, and getting them uh, re-engaged and uh, in, interested in, in uh, transacting real estate. We've, we've scheduled just, just this week already, um, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, something like that. Appointments just, just from one activity uh, you know, one, one, uh, one methodology there. Uh, so you can check out, there's a short video there at vqualifier.com. If you have a, a scenario or a situation, uh, for yourself or for a client or just theoretically, so you can feel more educated and, and, um, knowledgeable about whether it's renovation loans or any, any other type of loan program or product, you can reach out to Jordan. Um, and uh, if you email him, he is very responsive by email. Um, if you call or text him, uh, he will get back to you as soon as possible. His calendar is filling up because he's taking a lot of the appointments that I've mentioned uh, that we've been scheduling uh, this week, but he certainly will uh, get back to you. And if you have questions on the marketing side of things uh, and what what you know we're doing with vQualifier and some of the other things, you can just get in touch with me um, and I'll put my, my uh, cell phone and my email address uh, here as well. Um, you can reach out to me or you can even schedule a time to chat with me. Uh, josh15.com is my calendar. Um, 
we'll get the the recording out, the replay, uh, either later tonight or tomorrow morning to everybody. Uh, so if you want to watch this again and, and take more notes, et cetera, um, appreciate you spending some time on a, on a Wednesday afternoon, Jordan, thank you so much for your, yeah, your knowledge yeah, and your expertise and, um, uh, uh, sharing that with the good of the group and, uh, let's all make it a great rest of the week. All right. Thanks. Thanks guys. Have a good one. Thanks again for listening. You can check out full video replays of the show on our YouTube channel at Wake Up Real Estate, or you can check out the link in the description on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Thanks again and see you tomorrow.